Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to episode seven of Two Fools Save the World. With me is always my co-host, Sabri. How you doing, Sabri? Doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for introducing me. Not as your lovely co-host this time. Well, you were kind of an asshole this week, so I didn't want to say lovely. So anyways, going into... <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> it's a little love-hate relationship. But anyways, going in. Man, it's been a fucking crazy week. Everything is starting to, you know, gearing back up and everything now. Work is starting to get a little more crazy. A lot more hours going in. Even though I'm doing a lot more hours in work, though, I try to find still find some time to do some things I want to do. You know, actually this week, uh, for the first time, I got my barbecue up. Uh, so where I live currently is a third story apartment. Sabri has been here, so he can attest to how, you know, the flights of stairs going up. Took yep, me eight, no elevator. Eight, <laughs> took me eight months, but I'm happy to say I finally got my barbecue up to my third floor. Nice. So <laughs> when I got it up to the third floor, initially I opened it up to kind of see what it was. It literally has been sitting in a garage for the last, you know, seven, eight months of non-use. Everything was like rusted inside. I was so looking forward to the second I got out there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to cook some burgers. I'm going to, you know, make some tri-tip. Really excited. Second I open up, I just see the burners kind of crumbling off of the rest. So that kind of made me sad. But, yeah. <laughs> but an hour I, of cleaning. It was literally an hour of cleaning. And the, I, the positive note on it, though, is that the burners and the parts on it was only about 30, 40 bucks off of Amazon. So I'm supposed to get that pretty soon so I can start having my burgers. So barbecue at my place. Second I get this shit going. Sweet. We just got to wear a mask and uh, get the governor to let us in. Got to wear a mask, hazmat suit. You know, I have a a clean shower second you walk in, desanitizer. (laughs) Do you have a bunch of tape on the floor to make sure we're staying six feet apart? Little caution tapes here or that. You know, I have like (laughs) my stick and the people get out of line. I still got my super soaker just in case I got that. (laughs) (laughs) Is your toilet not working or what? (laughs) It's always for backup. You never know. (laughs) Always got to have a a solid backup plan, course of action. (laughs) Oh, man. I can see your wet ass with that one ply toilet paper. (laughs) Uh, It has been a crazy week, though. One thing that happened this week, and I'm surprised it wasn't a much more bigger deal about this. Uh, Roy Horn from the famous duo of Siegfried and Roy. Roy, uh, Roy actually died from COVID nineteen. I don't know if you knew that. No, I, and, I did read something on it. I bet he got it from the tiger. Well, I bet he I, got it from the girl from the tiger. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw it. I, well, Tiger King or whatever yeah. it's called. Well, what was crazy? I thought you know I figured this was gonna like blow up in the news because there's two things that you can contribute to COVID nineteen and quarantine. You know, one is toilet paper, and what's the other? Tigers, the Tiger King. Everybody in their mama is watching that Netflix special of Tiger King. So that somebody... I am so proud <laughs> to say I still have not watched it. <laughs> You're the one out of millions that have not watched it. I binge watched it in a day. Like yes. it, it was interesting to say the least. And I think I'm trying it was... to save my brain cells for fantasy football, <laughs> and I'll, I'll waste them all during that time. It's one of those things that you just kind of like, wow, you can't believe it. it's entertaining in the fact of just how bad it is. <laughs> oh, I believe it. There's still people out there watching the Kardashians. Yeah, Jesus very true. Shit. Very true. I mean, I actually got excited because I heard there was actually a bonus episode of the Tiger King that I have yet to watch that I probably will watch fairly shortly. 
<laughs> and the other big thing that happened this week that I saw scared the shit out of me too. Just how like crazy good and fast he looks. Fifty three year old Mike Tyson who's coming out of retirement. Did you hear about that? He's coming out of retirement. Yeah, he actually has, and I don't know if anything's confirmed, but he wanted to do some charity fights. Uh, you know, like publicity and like stuff for charity, raise some money during the thing. So he, he's looking for a fight and it's not going to be like, I don't think like a sanctioned boxing or like he's going to get a, like a Nevada state license or something. I don't know what he needs to get for this, but he's looking to do some type of charity fight, maybe, you know, three or four rounds, raise some money for a good cause. But the dude looks scary. Like he's slimmed down a lot and they showed little clips on ESPN and whatnot of him actually training. And, dude, the guy looks fast. He's hitting the gloves of uh, whoever is actually doing the uh, workouts with him and whatnot. He's knocking him back. He almost looked as fast as he did when he was, like, younger in his 20s. You know, he's super, sl- super slim. I'd like He just, like, he's punching and everything like that. Uh, and he had, like, he looked at in the camera as he was recording. He just had this, like, you know, look of, like, you know, the death stare and just said like I'm back. Give me chills. Like in yeah. anyone with a face tattoo is gonna look scary. First of all, yeah. I mean, Second, I, ain't... <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as said he looked as good as he did as he's younger. I saw the tape or the video. Speed he looks wise. good. He looks good for a 53 year old man, and his his hits look solid. But dude, that's a he's hitting a a bag. He's not hitting a person who's punching back. Yeah, dude. Like George we, Foreman we saw, came back. Yeah, but we saw his comeback already. His comeback and it was less than impressive. I'm not saying I want to get in the ring with the dude. I'm just saying, don't be fooled. He's nowhere near what he was. If George Foreman beast in his prime. Yeah, George Foreman coming back looking like a damn hot dog and still knocking out to become a heavyweight champion in the world. Not saying this is where Mike Tyson is going to go and he's going to try to have a contendership title round or like you know run or whatever like that but when then whatever fight he gets it was kind of funny they're kind of saying evander holyfield is gonna like fight him which i don't know if that's gonna be true or not but dude if, if they have a holyfield tyson three oh fucking game over i i, I will for sure buy that pay-per-view <laughs> well everyone would and and the only thing i would say to that is what holyfield doesn't like his other ear <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. I think it's gonna look. I think it'd be fun. Like I, I'm, I'm a fan for it, so I'm looking forward to that. That just to get some more entertainment during quarantine. But yeah, enough why of, not? Enough about my week, dude. How was your week? Um, my week was pretty good. Just you know, worked a lot. Pretty busy. The whole thing, like I'm trying to put everything in perspective when their media or the government's trying to tell you that. Things are slowing down. And then I work in the hospital. So I'm kind of asking a bunch of coworkers what they think. And you know what? Our hospital has slowed down a little bit. It wasn't as bad as it was uh, two to three weeks ago. Uh, we're not out of the neck of the woods or anything like that. But it does seem like it, it's calmed down a little. But you still see numbers rising. Don't know how accurate it is, but as far as our hospital, uh, numbers have come down a little bit. But you got to remember, those numbers have come down while everybody was in quarantine lockdown. So, I this week we just passed eighty thousand um, deaths, 
and that's on lockdown. So once you start opening things up, I'm kind of curious to see where it goes. So that's that's kind of an aspect. And, and another thing I was asking was, uh, so we're having this conversation at work and about the if California is going to open up or not. I did not say one word. And literally out of the eight people in that room, all attacked me because they knew where I stood. So I think they're starting to watch our podcast. We might have more than five viewers now, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why are you guys attacking me? I haven't said one word yet. And they're like, we know where you stand. And I'm like, you do? I was like, I don't even know where I stand. I haven't said anything. And is then that, it dawned on me. I was like, I wonder if they heard me talk on my podcast. Is that why everybody's been so nice to me? Because I'm on their side? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But yes. But in my defense, they did seem like Republicans and younger people. So that tends to be the people who want to open up the, the country. But yeah, it was pretty funny. Like I was like, I said nothing. And I was getting attacked. And I was like, all right, this is hilarious. But uh, I stood my ground. And if you ask those people, they would say I lost. But it's okay. It's okay. I don't need to win every every little battle. Um, another funny thing that happened was, so I decided to, to start creating these memes just for fun. And I have this buddy at work. He's pretty funny. Um, so I send, I send this meme out on our Facebook and I was all proud of it. I created it. It's not anything I stole or anything. I actually created it. And he likes my he likes my meme. And I was like, hey, thanks for liking my meme. But, you know, I created this. You could share it. And he goes, it wasn't that funny. It was only good enough for a like, not good enough for a share. Oh, man, my ego took a hit. I was like, dang, I guess I'm not as funny as I thought. And then he goes, this is this is a meme you share. And then he sends one, and it was 10 times funnier than what I sent. And I was like, oh, man, I got to step up my meme game. Jeez, man. If any point you could have the GTA wasted sign come in real life, I think that was the point. <laughs> Dude, that's how I felt. <laughs> I got wasted. He wasted me. But that guy, Michael, he yeah, he's a funny dude. He he gets me at work a couple times. So it's okay. That's funny. That guy. I mean, kind of going off what you said, if nobody – knows about this we actually do have a facebook page uh two fools save the world facebook so just google uh, search it within facebook take you to the page give us a like helps us out you know sabi posts very funny things as he just as mentioned and as well as my find... funny things apparently <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it you know get, give sabi credit <laughs> this is his first time really posting on facebook like i think you posted more on our page than you have the last three and a half like however long you had a facebook account <laughs> oh yeah dude i haven't been on facebook forever but this whole covid lockdown thing i was like i guess i'll reunite with these people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But shoot us a like on the page if you can. It helps us out. It Also, you get, you know, up to date of when we actually release the next podcast since we still have a little bit of an unorthodox schedule, but we're trying to get that solid and locked down and in place. Yep, our schedule is no schedule at all. I mean, we have a foolish schedule, so I think it fits us. <laughs> it does fit us for sure. It is funny, though, that you mentioned as far as everything with, or at least where you stand on California, as far as them opening back up, you know, they they were talking about, I know the U S health committee, you know, they urged 
urge people to take caution as far as the states reopening their economy. You know, there are some places that are currently about to open. I don't have any numbers in front of me, but you know, some who are setting like records and the amount of deaths they have over the right. past like week, like prior to them opening back up their economy. Now, yeah, the deaths are still climbing. Yeah, the deaths are climbing. The the things that people are at least the logic that they're using when they're going to open up their economy is the fact that the case, the new cases coming in, has dropped drastically in some places. Other places are still pretty high, like California. I'm sure is pretty high. New York, I think, has something similar. Um, well, so they're it, basing it, it off New York as a, a mainline, and New York is kind of going down. Their numbers aren't as bad as what they were, but. You know, that was like uh, the hot central. So, of course, they're going to be the first ones to start going lower. But I feel like we haven't even uh, hit the peak yet. And so open, we're starting to open things up. So those numbers that are going down probably are going to quickly go back up. There are definitely fears of it spiking back up. I think that's what the health committee was kind of saying to be careful of and like use caution. Right. Some states, though, they took that as a, you know, them saying do not open shit up because California <laughs> took at least particularly L.A. County, at least said that we're going to be staying at home for at least another three months. They see yeah. they, for, they foresee us being uh, us doing this for at least until July. I read that article. That's pretty, pretty crazy. Like, I didn't expect them to uh, stand their ground that long. And after, honestly, after having that conversation with the people at work, the, the eight people that ganged up on me. Um, you could be like, I told they, you so. They made they made some valid points, though. I'm not going to discredit them. And I'm not saying my way is the right way. Usually it is. But <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they, they're, they were just trying to get me to look in a different perspective, which I'm open to. And I get it. Like, there's people out there not working and gonna have to pay bills and all that stuff so i get it i get why you would want it to open up um the only thing is we don't know i still think we don't know how serious this is and we don't know much about it we're still trying to figure it out and that's the scary part about it is we're still trying to figure it out you mentioned earlier about uh, you win in a conversation, them losing the conversation, and vice versa. You know, th in this type of situation, you know, there's two sides. There's people who want to open up the economy, people who want to have the stay-at-home order. There's no really winning or losing in this situation. You know, people, it's kind of the same thing, like either you're Republican or you're a Democrat type of uh, mentality almost in a different way of looking at it. Uh, there's definitely facts on each side. You know, the stay-at-home order prevents uh, new cases of corona growing out. You know, it kind of limits the spread of the disease in general. There's definitely a lot of good things about opening up the economy as far as, you know, getting people's jobs back, uh, you know, lowering the unemployment. But even though that's going to take a long time for that to go back down, but opening up the economy to allow people to get their jobs back, to get some things moving in place, to get back to what we are with a sense of normal quote unquote normal uh, quote unquote normal is not going to be normal for a long time <laughs> so right it's it's kind of crazy that i think people are kind of literally they jumped to conclusions really when they said that california at least particularly la county which normally la county when they put some type of legislation or a law in place other counties follow suit orange county normally follows anything that la does and then outside San Bernardino, Inland Empire type of thing. They normally follow LA. LA is kind of the uh, 
they normally do it first and everybody else kind of follows. So I see like Orange County still being the same way. They're going to be uh, through this to at least through the summertime. But well, no, if, if Orange County is um, rebelling because the beaches were closed, I don't think they're going to stand for it all the way till July. Beaches are still closed. You know, I mean, businesses are going to continue to open up. It's not like the stay at home mandate, at least what I've read about it. Because California started opening up some of their businesses this past Friday, right. Right, be- right before Mother's Day. And I feel like an asshole because I actually did not say in the beginning, which I thought I was going to say, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> what the hell? This was planned, too. Uh, yeah. Happy so, Mother's Day, mothers. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. <laughs> so, I, blame, so, yeah. I blame it on James. He is the one that opens it. Blame so, it on all, the tiger. Yeah. I had Tiger King mothers, on the brain. All mothers who send in hate mail, send it towards James. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you if you're listening, which I yeah, think she does. Happy actually, Mother's Day to his mom. She's a great lady. <laughs> Anyways, and go, to my wife. There you, there you go. And to uh, all mothers. <laughs> to all mothers everywhere. Did we uh, make up for it yet? Probably not. Damn yeah, it, we're on the not. couch. Yeah, I know. Damn it, sleeping on the couch again. Oh, well. One reason that I thought brought it up, though, and it's funny how that brought to me because businesses started to open up the weekend prior to Mother's Day. Uh, clothing shops, bookstores, flower shops, which, you know, why are flower shops? You know, Mother's Day is coming Mother's up. Day. So that made perfect sense uh, right. when I initially saw like, why flower shops? That's kind of weird. I'm like, oh, Mother's Day is opened up. That is that weekend. So, you know, there's all that. They allowed for like curbside pickups. So I think that's that's going to continue to happen. You know, clothing stores are opened up. Sporting goods stores will start to open up. But in this new kind of quote unquote norm of it being more of like a curbside type of like almost takeout style order online uh, and just kind of like go wait in your car to pick it up type of uh, type of thing. So I think things will start to continue to do that. You know, I don't think restaurants will, even though some states have dine-in restaurants now like Texas and Georgia and Nevada start, uh, shortly is going to open up pretty soon too. I don't see California having a dine-in restaurant opening it up till probably in the summertime. Yeah. Same with movie theaters. Like. Gyms, oh, I don't movie, think so either. Movie theaters is not going to be a thing, I don't think. Dude, we might we might be living the death of movie theaters right now. Even though Dude, movie theaters might be like pay phones. What's a payphone? <laughs> Dude, that'd be crazy. Yeah, you're like, yeah, man, when I was your age, I used to go into a big room with this giant super screen TV and watch it with all my friends. <laughs> yep. All you do now is put on your VR system and you watch in VR. Yep. I can't imagine that. <laughs> but, but dad, or no, it would probably be like, but grandpa, you guys were in the same room? You weren't in your own home sitting together? Like, no, Sonny. <laughs> we had to be in the same room. We couldn't yeah. virtually be in the same room together. It would literally be like Back to the Future. Like, you mean they got to use your hands? It's like a baby's toy. <laughs> You're like, back in the day, you had a flip phone? That's like a stick with numbers on it. When they just have it embedded into their arm now and they just kind of like <laughs> talk to their hand and they'll send it, call somebody. Uh, oh, yeah. crazy. Craziness. Well, I, I picture the, the Apple eyeglasses to be a thing in the near future so that's probably what it's going to be anyways probably would be it's funny google did try to do something like that they had the google glass 
but that failed miserably. Yeah, give them time; they'll master it. Turned out more to a uh, privacy concern. People uh, got upset that thinking they were going to take each other's picture or recording, so people would normally they would smack them off the other person's face because they didn't want to get recorded for privacy concerns. <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah, it which makes guys, sense, which is funny. Guys but. get smacked for a lot worse reasons than that. So going back to what I, we were talking about as far as the stay-at-home order, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a long time till things get back to normal. As we talk about the movie theater, though, it, it's funny because I believe the movie theaters actually wouldn't be that hard to social distance between people because you just don't allow certain people to sit in the certain seats. Yeah, but it's not only social distancing – it's, it's the people that was there before, yeah. Right, you're sitting in the same. Now you're expecting these people getting paid minimum wage to clean the shit out of that chair you just sat in. Sanitizing things and do that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't sitting in that chair, that's for sure. <laughs> Why is it sticky? <laughs> you know, yep. I don't know. It was already sticky before coronavirus. Imagine how sticky it's going to be after. One thing that I saw, though, uh, funny talking as I mentioned the certain states that actually had dining opening up I believe there was a news article from Colorado that showed a video of a cafe that was packed with people like no way whatsoever was anybody social distancing at all it was standing room only it was kind of like the equivalent of what like a Denny's or an IHOP is I guess over here uh, whatever they have in Colorado uh, whatever international house of pancakes. I don't know what they have in Colorado. Probably but called, it's probably called Linny's. Everybody was in there though. Everybody was like out for Mother's Day. Like normally people would. They normally go for brunch. They go for dinner, lunch, what have you. Just out with the family, taking mom out. But yeah, so people are wanting to go out now. I think everybody's like over with this quarantine shit and being like stuck inside. So there's people that want to go out. Oh, yeah. Cabin fever is a thing. Because of that, though, that everybody is trying to do, and the same, you know, whiny people who want the beaches open and whatnot, uh-huh. is why I feel California initially got an extra three months. You know what? Yeah. That sounds like like uh, like the governor's our dad and he's punishing us. I can yeah. see that. He's punishing us for, like, other fucking people doing stupid shit and not following orders. So oh, we're getting yeah. we're getting we're getting punished for it. Totally makes sense. Well, I tried to give you some freedom, and you didn't do what you were told, so you're grounded another three months. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. feels like exactly what it is. Once this news kind of came out of everybody's going to be inside for another three months, dude, all the conspiracies started coming out. Like everybody talking about like it's fake, you know, everybody's just in it for the money. You know, hospitals are being offered like money to announce they're dead and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's this video circling around of uh, someone talking about how they worked with uh, Dr. Anthony, I'm not going to say his last name, I'm going to butcher it, uh, Fa- Fa- Fauci, Fauci, something like that. Yeah, uh, Fauci, Fauci. Fauci, yeah, you know, Fons, Fonzarelli, whatever. Uh, yeah. That he talked. <laughs> That's what he should do every time he goes up, talks, talking. He's like, hey, hey. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> he hits a. Uh... A vending machine and the soda pops out. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. I'm, that guy would be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, he I would like be. That. I wouldn't mind that guy. I'm like, okay, you know what? You're all right. You're all right, Doctor Anthony. Screw this Fauci guy. Let's bring in Doctor Fonzarelli. Yeah, Doctor Fonzarelli. Yeah. You're hey. like, what? You're like what? You're like, when are we going to open up the, uh, the the rest of the U.S.? Hey. Okay. And to all you young people <laughs> out there, Happy Days reference. 
Google it. Oh, the, the video. Yeah, the video they're talking about. The, there was a lady talking about how... Well, I, I think you watched it more than me, so why don't you talk on it? Well, it's just conspiracy theory video just putting Dr. Fauci in the mix of everything and saying that the coronavirus is man-made. And I was one of the people that shared this video. But in my time, I took a lot of shit for sharing this video. And I took it from a lot of my conservative friends, <laughs> the Republicans, and some um, people in healthcare. And they all fit into that one mold. But if they would have read my title, I my title when I posted that said, um, you never know what to believe. And my whole thing was, when I posted that was like, man, there's a lot of things in this video that make sense. So you don't know who to believe. Do you believe what the Fauci and the president or the government saying? Do you believe what this lady's saying? And then they made a video to discredit her, saying she was a disgruntled worker. But guess what? If the government if the government wants to blacklist someone, they're gonna say she's disgruntled. So it's like you don't know who to believe, you don't know who's singled out, but it's like a specific following to say, Oh, the government's this, this, she's a liar, and you can't believe everything you hear. But it's the same people dismissing this video saying that they, there's absolutely no truth to it when they're not being open-minded and there could be some truth to it. I'm not saying everything she said was right, but some stuff made sense. And I'm not saying everything the government's saying is wrong. Some stuff they say makes sense. But if you think you're getting the whole truth from both of them, you guys are fucking idiots. No one's telling you the whole truth. So when I posted this video and I took a lot of shit for it, I was just saying, keep an open mind. You don't know what to believe. So, but basically it was just this, this doctor who worked with Dr. Fauci years ago. Um, she was, she was just kind of saying that, that doctors are being paid, um, $13,000 to market as a COVID death from Medicare, even if it's not a COVID death and they want the numbers to run up. And the reason why they want the numbers to run up is because Fauci has, some. Um, I don't know what it's called, vaccine or whatever. He has a team working on a vaccine for this, and he wants the cure because he knows he's going to get paid well. Well, guess what? Every If this is true, there's billions of dollars behind this Fauci guy to make sure they get the vaccine. Then there's like supposedly scientists killing each other over this vaccine, and I'm doing the quotation hand symbol right now that's <laughs> being marked as suicides. It's like anybody who comes close to a vaccine and it's not in that Fauci group could be um, dead or whatever. So I'm not saying it's a conspiracy theory, but I'm not saying it's not a conspiracy theory. So those of you saying keep an open mind or a closed mind, it's like you don't know what's the truth. And you guys are not high enough in this nation to even be close to told the truth so stop fooling yourself that's why we're the two fools let us do the fooling for you it's funny as you were talking about that i all of a sudden got a picture of uh, dr anthony being scarface and people <laughs> who are trying to make a vaccine 
you know, they, they, they just kind of, you know, like wiping the floor with them, you know, I can see him like, you know, there's a scientist and he had like picks up like a syringe or something like that. He busts yeah. in like, well, say hello to my little friend. And it's kind of like, you know, starts going off and everything. But that sounds like a meme to me. You got a cure vaccine for Corona? Not anymore. <laughs> I know you're you're one of those people that say you could find anything anywhere on the Internet. But YouTube deleted my video that I shared in like three days anyways. But my whole point was just to keep an open mind. You don't know what the truth is. Yeah, it's it's out there. If anybody and wants remember, to find remember, it, we all thought it. we all thought this got started with a bat and a pig or whatever in a wet shop in China. Now we think it got created in a in a, a virus control center in China. So this story is changing. And- well, remember, we didn't think that. We were told that. Right. That's where we were. That's where we told to believe. That's and true. How else do you get you know something out there to cover up the fact that it was either maybe a, not saying that it was or is, but if you want to hide the fact that you know something happened like a man-made virus or anything like that, you give it an origin story. <laughs> you say, yeah, person ate a bat, and all of a sudden he got COVID nineteen, and it all of a sudden started creating this pandemic type of thing. So, yeah. Speaking of origin stories, I bet they were like, Trump was like, hey, call Stan Lee. We need the origin story for this. And they're like, oh, Stan Lee's dead. Shit. What was his best comic? I think it was about Batman. Yeah, go with that. Go with Perfect. that. Perfect. Make it a bet. <laughs> I know. Or it'd be funny. Like, what, what, what was some of like Stan Lee's like, you know, most famous superheroes that he never came out? What this one person called COVID? Wait, wait. What was that? COVID? Perfect. Hey, COVID-19, here we go. <laughs> what was his power? He ran around with bleach and Clorox? <laughs> Done. Disinfect everyone. Disinfect everyone. Oh, Who was his arch enemy? A hornet? All right. <laughs> we got a story. But to, to change things up, dude, I've been looking for a Nintendo Switch for the past, I don't know, two weeks? Because that's what my son wants for his birthday? And I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, good luck with that. It's one of the awkward things, of, well, maybe not so much awkward, though, but what's coming from being in quarantine, and you'll find different trends that people actually do. You know, what do you do when you're home, you know, not working and have plenty oh, of time? You pick up new hobbies. Video games has been on the rise, you know, and the Nintendo Switch just happens to be this perfect little portable system that you can take with you anywhere. And, you know, who do people have at home? Like if you're a parent, right? Kids aren't going to school. So you need to get a quote unquote babysitter. What's the first thing you do? You preoccupy. You buy them a Nintendo Switch. (laughs) 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 Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what you do. You set them in front of a, you know, TV, the AKA the babysitter. You give them something to occupy their time, you know, an iPad and whatnot. So the Nintendo Switches have been sold out pretty much nationwide for like ever since COVID-19 or pardon me, not COVID-19, but ever since quarantine started the stay at home order. And which is funny. We talk about how timing things and conspiracies and whatnot, though, because the Nintendo Switch Lite, it was only a little bit before quarantine started happening. That's when they actually released the actual system of the actual light, you Uh know, and one of the most popular games right now for Nintendo Switch is Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing came out right when the beginning of the stay-at-home order in quarantine. And I have it. I bought it. And, yeah, I played the shit out of that game. <laughs> right. But 
yeah, it's hard to find any type of like video game console, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox. So yeah, I've been looking, and uh, the worst thing about it is his cousin just got. They're almost the same. They are the same age, and he got his for his birthday like a month ago. He was crying how he wanted it, and I'm like, hey, it's not your birthday. It's his birthday. But now his birthday's coming up, and I'm not going to be able to find this shit. How the hell am I supposed to be father of the year if I can't find a Nintendo Switch for this kid? Well, hey, in reality, it's not your fault. It's the, his friend's father's fucking fault for getting his kid a damn Nintendo Switch. Now he's making you look bad. You know, you should punch yeah, that guy's lights out. It's like, dude, just give him a stick and a ball. That way we all look good. Yeah, so like, what the hell, man? <laughs> whatever happened to whatever happened to ball in a cup or something like that, you know? <laughs> it's like it's like that um, that what is it? The white elephant gift where no one gets a gift over ten bucks, and then that one dude gets a hundred dollar gift. Like, what are you doing, bro? You're making this all look bad. <laughs> and then in return, he gets like a cat uh, cat calendar. <laughs> yeah, he gets a calendar. <laughs> that was an episode on the office, by the way. Just saying, uh, I haven't got that uh, episode yet. I didn't ruin anything. It's hilarious. But yeah, I can't find a Nintendo Switch. So if any of you listeners are willing to sell with not a huge upcharge, let me know. It's for a good cause. Yeah, it's for a good cause. So my kid doesn't cry all day on his birthday. He's a cute kid. You don't want to see him cry. Yeah, I don't want to see him cry because then I'm going to feel bad. I already feel bad. What the heck? Man. Oh, Nintendo Switch, those people. Man, we're not looking good in this podcast, man. Making kids cry. We didn't wish mothers happy Mother's Day. Psh. Or are we those people that are making everybody else look good? See? Just play this podcast and you'd be like, you see, honey? You could be married to those two assholes, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so not as welcome. bad as that one guy. You'd be like that. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's always worse out there. Look at that guy. He's an asshole. Didn't wish his mom a Mother's Day. See, we were stuck in the blender. Now we're saving lives. What? <laughs> what? After the blender, now we're saving lives. <laughs> what? Finally got to fit that in. <laughs> I know, right? If you guys notice, that's our uh, that's our logo on our picture, our main page. So that's where we got it from. The movie, the internship. The internship. Yeah, I was trying to remember where it was from. And yeah. It was- Owen Wilson and Owen and Vince Vaughn, yeah. Vince Vaughn, yeah. Just Google the internship and just trapped in a vendor or that trapped in a blender, and that would be the first thing that pops up. We should talk about um since we did screw up Mother's Day, we should probably talk about mothers, right? <laughs> Try to make it up to them. That you know, might be a good idea. <laughs> just <say. laughs> so, so I know. Oh man. So do you, do you have any uh, fond memories about your mom or anything special that comes to mind to make this up to her and all the mothers out there? You know my mom. My mom's a giant sweetheart. She's yeah. like the type of person that you wouldn't think that would harm or fly. She's always like really soft spoken. It's really where I, I get my side. So I have my family is kind of divided into two as far as personality wise. My dad's more the fool, hence what I get my foolish side on. And uh-huh. my, my mom's like super sweet, like down to earth. Meet me in person. I'm very soft spoken, kind of really mellow. And I get that from my mom. So I'm kind of like a mesh between both my mom and my dad. I do remember one Pacific you know, moment. Uh-huh. I couldn't have been probably more than I think like maybe seven or eight years old. Can't remember exactly how old I was. I know I was young. Talking about like Nintendo, not even pre Super Nintendo days. This is like Nintendo Entertainment System. The whole right. you know, 
throw it in a cartridge and play that 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 type of error, right? Halloween. Remember, I had a Power Ranger suit on. We we're gonna go trick or treating. Mom was working. You know, Dad was at home. Dad was gonna take me trick or treating. Remember, it was about six o'clock or so. Started getting about nighttime, and you know, I'm getting ready. Got my stuff on. Go to the living room where my dad is at to see what time we were going. Dad's out cold, knocked out. He's like snoring on the couch. You know, TV's on and whatnot. Didn't want to wake him up. Don't want to wake up dad. So I'm like, okay, well, he's asleep. Like he'll wake up in a little bit. You know, seven o'clock passes, still knocked out. Seven thirty, still knocked out. So I didn't I wasn't really that into trick-or-treating. So I'm thinking, okay, he's asleep. Get me some Nintendo time. My, you know, playing my types of punch out, Super Mario Brothers, whatever, Ninja Turtles, whatnot, just having a good time. Still, mind you, I have my uh Halloween costume on still. Never changed that. <laughs> Mom gets home, nine thirty. Nine, nine something, nine o'clock, nine thirty, and comes to me the first time. It's like, hey, how are you doing? Gives me a hug, you know, kiss on her cheek and whatnot. And she's like, how was trick or treating? And I'm like, oh, we didn't go. And she had like a surprise, like, what? Like, why not? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, dad was asleep. Not saying that, like, oh, you know, I didn't mind. You know, I was there, I was here playing games all day. You know, all I had to say was dad asleep. She's all like, hold on, goes to the living room. Reminded you, my dad was still asleep. Has no idea what's going on. Fucking cold cocks him right in the back of the head. <laughs> Smacks him. My dad goes like, what the fuck? Is like getting up and stuff. And my mom gave my dad the third degree, like so bad. Finger in the fucking face going blah, 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 blah. I've never to this day seen my dad cower and <laughs> look down as much as he did. God love my dad. He did not mean to do it. He felt so bad for this too. Like he really felt bad for like a couple of days with that time. I'm like, it's, all, it's okay, dad. I played Nintendo or anything. I think actually he took me to like Toys R Us the next day and bought me a video game or something like that. So I made out of the deal. Like I, I made out like freaking like, like awesome. I got a new game out of it, you know, and everything. And funny, like got a funny story to tell. But I just remember like, yeah, he looked down and my mom was like, blah, blah, blah. The Latina blood in her came out then. And, and it's like it's freaking the only thing that was missing was a chunkle in her hand just like smacking him around <laughs> only thing that was missing for that scenario <laughs> Dude, that story is freaking hilarious so yeah so if you guys you guys don't know his mom his mom is like a gentle sweetheart with her to fly like he said and his dad is kind of like he's goofy but he's kind of like he's more he, serious he has a yeah serious, he's more a serious, serious you could like just to kind of picture, like maybe a little grunty, just to give him a little more edge to him. Like, yeah. Argh. And to, to picture his sweet mom hitting him in the back of the head, like, get your ass up, you're going trick or treating. That's just the funniest shit ever. One thing about my mom, like you know, she protected her nest. She's very sweet and everything like that. But you know, fuck with her kids or anything. Me or my sister, woo, God help you. Like the Latin Dude. blood would come out, and yeah, she would, uh, yeah. She would fight fight fire for sure. Dude, that, dude, I like this story a lot. <laughs> uh, if I see your mom again and she raises her hand, I'm going to back up. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you if you're listening. Yes, happy Mother's Day, Mrs. Gambill. Since we're sharing stories, the first story, or not the first story, but one of the stories that comes to, to my mind was, um, well, I kind of go into deal about who my mom was. I didn't grow up with a dad. So my mom was my everything. She was my dad, my mom, my friend, you know, we were close. 
But when you're a single mom raising a boy, you know, a girl has no idea what a, a boy does or how they raise a man or a young man or a boy becoming a man. So she would she would constantly ask friends for advice and like, you know, like she would ask like how to shave or tips on training for football or whatever. Um, but I started out with baseball and I specific I don't know if it was a Mother's Day or the specific holiday, but um, I was trying to get better at baseball. So we all went outside, the family, me, my sister, my grandma, and uh, my mom. And not to ruin my Mother's Day for my grandma, but my grandma was kind of an asshole. <laughs> like growing up, like just <laughs> straight up, like she was kind of an asshole. She wasn't that sweet grandma that would be oh some candy is like no my grandma was an asshole she was like get the hell out of the house do some chores or we're gonna smack you with this like yardstick <laughs> i was scared of a yardstick for a long time <laughs> and uh, uh so we're playing my mom's like okay you gotta get better at baseball so even though you could tell she didn't want to she sucked it up and we're playing catch with baseball with a hard baseball not a tennis ball and we're throwing the ball around, and I'm doing pretty good, and I'm I'm pretty accurate. And somehow my grandma distracts my mom when I throw the ball. Oh no! And I dead smack her in the eye. Oh. Oh, dude, you know that hurt too, because she and my grandma starts laughing. And uh, <laughs> dude, my mom gave her the dirtiest look. I thought people were going to die. I thought I wasn't going to have a grandma that day. <laughs> but <laughs> and this is more of telling her how my mom was a good mom to play catch with me. But unfortunately, in this story, like, dude, I hit her in the eye with a ball. <laughs> but to go on with the memory of my mom, I went to a private school. Every year, we'd have to turn in a letter of how great um, your mom is and why she, she should be mother of the year. And my sister's a year younger than me. And every year, I don't know. Dude, I think I have one of those, like, egos. You know, why well, I, I know I have one of those egos where you just think everything you do is really better than what it is. Take, for example, the meme I explained earlier. <laughs> and every year, I would lose on, on winning for, like, Mother of the Year. Like, I would write stories like that. Like, my mom would play catch. And then I smacked her in the eye and she still played cats with me. And and just to try to describe how great of a mom she was. And every year I want to get nominated. I couldn't get her nominated. But the fucked up shit about it was my younger sister every year got her nominated. And I'm to the point like, what the fuck? Like, how is my younger sister getting my mom nominated for mother of the year every year? <laughs> and everything I write isn't getting even noticed. One so, of the nominations are like, I cured coronavirus, but can't she catch a can't she catch a baseball? <laughs> I know, right? So so we come to my last year in the private school, um, which was sixth grade. My sister was in fifth grade. And it was time for mother of the year. And they were like, Oh, are you gonna do one this year? I was like, No, I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> I was like I just told my sister, you do it. You know you're going to win it. Or not win, but you know you're going to get her nominated anyways. So I was like, fuck that shit. I ain't doing it. So my teacher actually forced me to do it. Like it was a homework 
assignment or some shit. So I'm like, whatever. And, you know, I can't say anything bad about my mom. So I wrote whatever I wrote. I don't know what I wrote that year. And sure enough, we get the phone call. And my sister and my mom tell me, hey, I'm nominated for Mother of the Year again because what Janet wrote or my sister wrote. And I was like, yeah, yeah, go figures. Who gives a fuck? You know, like (laughs) I didn't cuss back then. But if I could cuss, I would have said, who gives a fuck? I already knew that shit. I don't know why they made me write it anyways. So the whole thing is you have to sit in church on Sunday, on Mother's Day, and then they nominate your mom, and then they they pick the winner, and then the winner goes up there, and they read their speech in front of everyone, and then the mom collects flowers from the pastor. It's it's a big deal, especially as a kid, because you know you're the one who did it for your mom, you know? Right. You made her feel special that day. So I already knew... So they go up there, they announce my mom, she's mother of the year, I'm happy for her. And no shit, they don't announce my sister's name, they announce my name that time, and they said I'm the reason why uh, she was mother of the year. And I was like, I was more shocked than anyone, I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I think you guys messed up, like, <laughs> you guys don't, and the, so I didn't go up right away, because I thought it was a mistake. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. And my sister's like, dude, go up. They said your name. I was like, yeah, I think they meant to say your name. And she's like, no, like, we lied to you. We already knew it was you that, that won it. So I was like, oh, so I got out there and I was all happy. And and I read my letter and my speech. And, and I remember, like, looking at my mom and her kind of being proud. I, I think she was more proud than because she knows how I put a lot of um, emotion and thought into it. So when I do something, so I think she was more like, because I felt accomplished that, that I actually got picked out of like the five or six years out of failure. So it was a, it was a good moment and feeling and, and you know, it was kind of special. So that's kind of one of the memories I remember out of all my failures. We had that one year of success. So it worked out. <laughs> that's a cool story. Be funny, they, like a plot twist. They, they were fucking with you for the last five years. Is actually you'd have got nominated and did it said your sister and make her feel better. <laughs> that was funny, but no, my sister's pretty good at that shit. I'm not gonna lie, but at the time, I didn't think. I just thought I was better than I was, but I think it's an issue I still have till this day. But it got me to where I am, so I can't be mad at it. Your mom was really cool, man. I remember her taking us to. This is before you drove. Uh, right before you started driving like her taking us it, it was it would always be you myself and our other friend slash brother jeremy we'd either yeah. take us to the movies uh, drop us off or go watch something like cerritos mall or whatever i do remember one particular one particular time though as we just happened to like look to the left of us we had a red light or something i don't know and we just happened to notice these girls in a convertible and I don't know who who said it or who turned to the left and either Jeremy or you. They're like, hey, girls. And then it probably who, was Jeremy. <laughs> probably. And wh- whoever said that, we all looked around and your mom looked over and you looked directly at your mom and you're like, oh, no, don't. Uh-huh. The second you said that, eh, she like, <laughs> and like every time they looked over there and I'm all like, uh, uh, like, cause I was on the side where the convertible was and I'm all like, <laughs> what do I do? So I just threw my arms up like, Hey, <laughs> and then as we like continue to like zoom off. And I just remember that was like the, the funniest thing I always thought. Like, yeah. 
embarrassed embarrassed you and then like i just thought it was hilarious that you did that that sounds like my mom who would have thought she would have been the best wingman we ever had (laughs) yeah we didn't think about that we didn't know what wingman was back then let alone like oh now we're all like man all these years wasted we could add something (laughs) she was the she was the barney before the how i met the mother yeah instead of saying hey have you met my friend ted she just honks the horn I remember some other, like another memory that I have. This again, you, me, and Jeremy, uh, we helped you move. I think from your South Gate house. Yeah, which time? Shit, uh, we moved a lot together. Yeah, I don't remember. I know, I know, we helped, and I, I remember particularly because you were impressed that I was carrying a mattress. Oh so yeah, all, this is still. I know. Yeah, yeah all this like is when I had to transfer schools to play football. All 98, 98 pounds of me carrying like a big ass mattress. You're like, oh shit, good job, James. But <laughs> remember, like carrying that out and whatnot. But the fact, not the part that I remember moving and whatnot. I remember going for pizza afterwards. Yeah. And I remember us sitting down, and I remember your mom saying, "All right, who looks like who did the most work?" And we, she based it off of whose shirt was the dirtiest. <laughs> And I think she said mine was, so I got the first slice. I'm all like, yay! And I remember I just, I just remembered that, so I got the first slice of pizza going there. Moral victories. <laughs> Moral cheap, victory, yeah. Cheap labor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I was stoked. It was like pizza. I'm like, hell yeah, after like wherever, how many times we or how long we oh, uh, yeah. were moving and stuff Dude, like I that. Can, I continue that tradition like all the way till I got older. Anybody who helps me move gets pizza, beer, whatever food they want. I don't care. If it helps me save the trouble, like I, I'll take care of you afterwards. But I think that's a good way to uh, end this podcast by saying how awesome our mothers are. Yep, moms are amazing. We wouldn't be here without you, literally. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, there's no science, but we we're not going to give Tom Cru- Tom Cruise any credit right now. So to all the moms out there, <laughs> sorry we screwed up the intro, but Happy Mother's Day. We, we made appreciate up everything you do. Yep. Appreciate you. We love you. And thank you. Stay safe, everyone. (laughs) Take care, people.